Hi, everybody. It's Tay. I'm here today with OBSWA CEO and CANSWA CEO, Miranda Ferrier. Just to give everybody a bit of background knowledge, CANSWA is the Canadian Support Workers Association, and OBSWA is a, the largest chapter of CANSWA. So Miranda and Ian went to Ottawa recently to basically advocate for us on a federal level. And Miranda's here today to just kind of break that down a little bit, tell us what that entails and, you know, maybe answer some questions that we all have, which the biggest one is what happened, <laughs> what went on. So I'm going to throw it over to Miranda here and thanks for coming, Miranda. Oh, thanks for having me, Tay. I always love joining you on the show. Um, so yeah, we went to Ottawa. Uh, it was uh, quite an adventure just getting there. Uh, as Ian comes from Whitby, I come from southwestern Ontario. So it was quite a trip, but it was well worth it. So we uh, went to Ottawa to not only uh, reintroduce ourselves on a federal level, but also to spread the word about support workers in general across Canada. Um, so what we did was um, we actually were advocating for international workers to come into Canada uh, to work as personal support workers if they have a healthcare background, but also as well is we were advocating for one title. So one of the things that kind of came to light uh, prior in the last few months was how many titles fall under support worker in Canada. Uh, we actually had a list uh, of, of these names and I can't even to begin to tell you there's everything from, you know, housekeeper to caregiver to personal caregiver to personal support worker to uh, continuing care assistant to health care aid to home support worker. To, and I could go on and on and on. And the list is literally over 100 titles fall underneath support worker. And one of the funniest questions that we got asked, when we were in Ottawa by the MPs and their staff was, well, where did you come up with all of these titles? And the funny thing was from the Canadian government. So when you're doing your taxes, you have to put yourself under something. And these are the titles that they have come up with, and which is very unfortunate. And so our message to the federal government was kind of like, there's a lot of confusion amongst patients across Canada as to what is the role of a support worker and what is a support worker. Now, obviously, we are advocating for the title to be personal support worker um, just because we think that fits and it fits all of our titles. Um, and it would make it easier for patients to know who is giving them their care. And also um, on top of the title, uh, the one title thing, we also are asking to standardize the personal support worker across Canada. And what I mean by that is that no matter what province you're working in, we do the same job. We have the same scope of practice. It's extremely different. I'll give you an example. So in Newfoundland, which that's one of our um, divisions, is the maritime division. We have our president, Daphne Beck, out there. And I was in a meeting the other day with both of my, my cancel presidents. And we found out that creams that we, you know, ointments that we can put on our residents and long-term care facilities here in Ontario, they can't put ointments on them in Newfoundland and Labrador. It very, and this is a simple example, but it's just an example of how the confusion is across the board. So we took this message to Parliament Hill. Uh, the first day we were there, we met with um, Saskatchewan MP, uh, MP Redencop, Brad Redcop, Redicop. I can never say his name right. Wonderful man, absolutely fantastic person. Uh, he 
really did understand what the scope and the role of the personal support worker is. He supports the, the frontline workers, healthcare frontline workers. Um, and he was very open uh, to speaking with us. We'd actually talked to him months before over a private member's bill that he's trying to put through uh, to ease um, the issues for international healthcare workers when they come to Canada. So it was wonderful to meet him in person. And that was literally an hour and a half after we got to Ottawa, we had to be in, at his office. Um, and, and I should explain how it's laid out uh, really quick in Parliament Hill. It's not all in one building, <laughs> it, not even close. Uh, they have Parliament Hill and then you have the Confederation building and you have the, um, oh my goodness, I can't even think the word of it, but there's justice building and then there's another building. And they, so you could be thrown all over the place for meetings. And luckily for us, we weren't, but we were enough, enough. So it was, it was interesting. And um, so that was our first day, which it was a really um, positive meeting. Uh, again, they're looking to understand about support workers. Um, we do know that the federal government is really looking for data. They want to collect data on personal support workers. There's literally no healthcare data on PSWs. There's never been a collection of it. Uh, the association probably has the largest amount of data out of anyone else across Canada in relation to our support workers. So um, that's why we're so heavily advocating for it and why PSWs are on their tips of their tongues right now in Parliament Hill. Um, and then the next day, we met with the Shadow Minister of Health, um, MP, I call him Dr. Ellis. Uh, he's actually a general practitioner. He was for about 20 or 21 years, and he's also a captain in the Canadian military. And uh, he is now our Shadow Minister for Health. And we met with him, and he reigns from Nova Scotia. And we had a wonderful meeting uh, with him as well. There was a lot of synergies, a lot of talking, a lot of back and forth. And uh, apparently what we're trying to do, uh, which is, you know, get past the gatekeepers in every province so that we can have interprovincial and international workers move through provinces in order to ease the strain of the health human resource uh, issues across our country, um, plays right into the conservative government's um, plan. So that was extremely positive. Um, and we, so we met with him. And then it's a whole lot of stuff. Ian and I had fun because we were taken by our, our GR firm, our government relations firm, took us for lunch at the Parliament Hill restaurant, which was in Parliament Hill. And so we got to meet a couple of other MPs there and wave at a few that we've already met and we know. Uh, so that was really nice. And then that evening, we actually hosted um, a parliamentary reception. Uh, and what a parliamentary reception is, is basically we pay for the food, we pay for the booze, and uh, we invite all the parliamentarians and their staffers uh, to come out uh, so we can talk to them about our issues and talk to them about why we're there and really introduce them to the Canadian Support Workers Association. Um, that reception was actually a huge success. Um, it's not about quantity, it's about quality. And one of the people that actually came to that meeting was the uh, chief of staff to the Minister of Labour. Um, and now we're in ongoing conversations on that end uh, in regards to different provinces across our nation. So, you know, um, 
you know, I, if, if this was three years ago, four years ago, I mean, I'll be honest, I went to Parliament Hill six years ago. I did the circle. I never did a parliamentary reception, but I had meetings and nothing ever came out of those meetings. Um, federally, they were really wanting to watch what was happening in Ontario. Now that we are so cemented in Ontario as the only official professional association and, you know, and we, we've grown substantially over the years, um, they're taking us very seriously on a federal level, which is extremely exciting because if we can get champions in every province and we can uh, put that pressure on the provincial governments down below and actually be able to uh, enact change, bring support workers together across our nation, which we desperately need to do and have a standardized PSW and, and have PSWs be able to you know, move interprovincially between provinces without having to redo their schooling, you know, any of that stuff, which to me is just nonsense. But anyway, so that was our trip. Uh, big success. We were exhausted by the time we came back, uh, but well worth it. And it's still ongoing. It sounds like, wait, am I on mute? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> um, it sounds like the main topics that we've been kind of hearing about and trying to advocate for as PSWs too. And I think the big one that I've talked about before is not having so many job titles for the PSW. And I know that so many of us out there struggle with that, or, you know, we have someone that we're required quote unquote to train that isn't really a PSW, but we're supposed to give them our education and essentially they get hired on at a cheaper rate as a PSW or a hybrid PSW. And we're all kind of seeing the the direction that this is going. And it seems like we're just cutting corners to, you know, save dollars. And it's really nice to know that you're bringing that up to the big, the big dogs. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of us too, we, we talk about it and, you know, we're waving our hands, like help us, but it's not really getting managed. And especially with COVID. And I know that I've talked about this too with me, like I've seen people come in that don't know how to do bed baths and things like that. And it gets really scary out there. So I'm really glad people listened and it seems like they did. I, I mean, I know that you, you all had a good time out there too, but it sounds like you really got the ball rolling on certain things. And I guess too, that's just how it works up there. Like you, you come and you show up and you meet with people and um, you have to have a reputation first. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to have a reputation first, right? Like you can't just stroll in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, no one's just going to give you a meeting. You know what I mean? Like you have to have, uh, some backing and, and, and ways to do that. And that's why we have a GR firm. And, and that's why we have ops. Why that's, you know, ops was the core to a lot of this. So, but it's, you know, really at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's about, I mean, you like we could have had meetings and they could not have contacted us after. And that would have been the end of the conversation um, that happens a lot and has happened a lot over the years. But where we're excited is that they're still contacting us is where there's next meetings being set up where the conversation is not stopping. It's continuing. And, you know, federally, they don't really control healthcare. So they can't turn around and say, you have to do this, you have, I mean, they could, but it's really a provincial issue is healthcare. Every province controls their own healthcare. 
right? So that's where we go to the federal though, because then that's, if we can't get across to the provincial, you go to the federal with the hopes that you have the champions that will help you in the provinces that you need the help in. So that's how everyone kind of does it. And it's a totally different world on a federal level. Like I find everyone's a lot nicer, <laughs> you know, like everyone just kind of understands it's a very professional playground. And I find provincially it's, it's a lot of it's cutthroat. Uh, provincially it's, it's 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 a war zone a lot of the times in healthcare provincially which it shouldn't be it shouldn't be it shouldn't be I mean healthcare there should be no egos in healthcare right but alas there is yes so I feel like the point of this too you're kind of bypassing the shark tank and you're going up above right like when you go to Ottawa and you have these meetings with people it's because you're just trying to go to the person that might enact some change because nobody else is really listening, but not always the case, but like. Well, we're fortunate in Ontario because the the government does listen to us here. Uh, But we remember we, we do have two tiers of government. We got the the bureaucracy and then we got the political and the political listens and works with us continuously. And that's great. But the real stop ground is the bureaucracies. Um, Federally it's to be seen because we're being listened to politically, but who knows you know, in the bureaucracy. So it's going to be interesting. Again, it's another chess game. It's another, because <laughs> like we have time for that, right? But it's another chess game. And and it's something we're, we're, we're happy to do. We're proud to do. And we're just going to continue to pound whoever will listen. Uh, and, and I just want to point out though, what's really interesting about all that, no one really seems to know what the issues are. When, when people say that the government is 30,000 feet in the air looking down, Oh, yeah, they really are. Like, it's like they live in a different plane than the rest of the population. And when you tell them about it, you really get a taste for who really cares and who doesn't. And I'm happy to say that everyone that we met with actually cares uh, because it's an automatic reaction. It's a human reaction, right? You watch their face and you see. Um, So, like, again, it's just it's it's a weird world. Uh, advocacy, lobbying, politicians, politics. It's a very different realm. I feel like that's like <laughs> big leagues. Like, no, I don't like the big leagues. And um, it's kind of scary that people don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Because there's so much going on. And, and I know a lot of us too, and a lot of viewers too, you probably have a long list of like scary things that are happening right now. And just to know that some of the people like way above actually just have no idea. It's just like, it's a scary. It is. And it's extremely infuriating as an associate. Like, let me tell you, like the amount of times that Ian and I repeat the same thing and yourself too, Tay, over and over and over again, we say the same thing over and over again. And people say, why do they keep saying the same thing? It's because we need to get it past the thick skulls of a lot of these people to say there is an issue. There's a massive problem. Now, I'm happy to say that federally and provincially, that problem has been identified. However, now we need to make movements, stop meeting and having meetings upon meetings upon committees on how we're going to fix the issue and actually fix the issues that are, you know, occurring right now. And we have the answer to a lot of those problems. We can do a lot of things. And so, you know, movement is good. That's what we can do basically is movement. And and I, I know we've talked about this on a previous podcast about how advocacy really works. And, you know, 
we're not government and we can't like make things happen to a certain extent, but we can continuously talk about it and continuously ignite the conversation. And as you just said, it's very important for us to keep repeating the cycle of what's wrong and this is wrong and this is how we fix it, even if they don't hear us the first time, which I think is a cool thing. It just clicked in my brain a little bit. So I'm sure it's going to click for other people that like you need to keep repeating yourself. And even if you feel like they don't hear you, you need to keep repeating yourself because eventually they will, or they'll, they'll be forced to. <laughs> we're, pr- we're proof of that. The association yeah. is proof of that. Like it's, we've had the same message for 12 years, mm-hmm. 12 and a half years. And we've just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's, it's not an overnight battle. These battles are year long battles. Mine was a decade and a bit long battle for regulation in Ontario it is what it is. But at the end of the day, the PSWs make that fight worth it, right? You always got to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and, and I remember the people that I fight for, which are the PSWs in Ontario, but also, and across Canada, but also the people that are in their care. So I think about my grandparents that sadly they're not, they're all gone now, but, or my parents and, you know, do what I want my mom or dad going to long-term care right now, you know, like would I want, and the answer, unfortunately right now is no, I wouldn't want them. And I want to be able to say, yes, I do want my parents. I'm proud to say my parents are not proud, but I'm happy to send them. I'm not scared. I don't, you know, like it's, it's, and, that, and that's something I think all Ontarians have to think about is, you know, how can we advocate for our most vulnerable while supporting the very people that, support them every single day. You know, the PSW, there's not a huge difference or a huge line between the patient and the PSW. There's not a, there's not a solid line. Like we overlap a lot, you know, like it's, and, and we're the ones that are at the bedside. We're the ones performing most of the nursing care. And, and that, that has to be noticed and it needs to be advocated for that, the recognition of that, that position as PSW. Nothing else, just PSW. So that's been for. Please notice our job title. <laughs> Do you know how awkward it is for me? And I'll just say this quick today, but how awkward it is for me on a federal level when I'm talking to all these different people and I, I'm saying PSW and they look at me and blink and I go, oh no, wait, what province? Okay, PCA. Oh no, what province? Okay, CCA. What province? Oh, HCA. Like it's just. It's so frustrating. It's immensely frustrating. So if we yes. can just be called something across Canada, not only will that be better for patients, it will standardize the, the, the profession, but I think it will also unify us. We need to become united, just like nurses, just like doctors. We need to be united across our nation. We are the largest group of unregulated healthcare professionals across Canada. I can't even begin to tell you how many there are. I have no idea but it's bigger than nurses and it's bigger than doctors. It's a huge deal. I just like, I'm flabbergasted that we're still not, you know, like it's been outlined that we're pretty integral and important and, you know, our jobs cannot be replaced. And yet here we are, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's mind blowing. Frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. We are going to be regulated in Ontario. It's coming. Yes. And I mean, I I do understand your frustration too, because I consistently have to explain my role to people. And I mean, I'm not mad about it because I just, I know that it's not publicized enough or a lot of people just chalk us up to, you know, being nurses. 
and there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a nurse or anything like that, but it's like, no, no, I'm like, I'm different than the nurse. I'm, I'm a, I only do bedside care. And, you know, you got to go through the whole thing of explaining your scope to someone. And it's like, dang, like we are so big and we're so prominent in so many settings. Like, why isn't this being recognized yet? So yeah, we're called really something different everywhere. That's everywhere. why. <laughs> like a nurse is a nurse is a nurse, right? Yeah. A doctor is a doctor is a doctor. Mm-hmm. A PSW is an HCA, CCA, PCA. Caregiver, <laughs> like home care. of ugh. Like, can I just have one name, please? Like, oh, it'd be great for, for me. I'd really appreciate it. Just, <laughs> just yeah. logical. I so I'm like, why, why do we have to fight for this, this one little bit, you know, just give it to us. But that makes too much sense. Yeah. It mm-hmm. makes too much sense. So we can't do it. <laughs> like common sense. Yeah. doesn't happen. Not very often. Anyways. I'll be saying not so common, but, um, I think that was pretty great coverage on what just happened in Ottawa. And, uh, thank you. I mean, I learned a lot from this. I, as you know, I'm, I'm constantly learning about this whole world and, and it's really neat to kind of be able to bring that to our viewers. So if you have any questions for Miranda, um, I can definitely bring her back on here and we'll fire some more at her. So please leave your comments. You can always email me um, and we'll leave that all linked below too in the podcast. But thank you very much, Miranda, for your time today and for explaining that all to us. Anytime for you, Ted. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I appreciate it. Okay, everybody. I'll talk to you later and have a great day.